This is PhotoBizX, episode number 487, and today we are talking shady marketing practices, pricing your photography for profit, and how a welcome video can be an absolute game changer for your business. Our special guest is photography business coach Mark Rosetto, and that interview is coming up in just a minute. Are you planning to have a successful wedding and portrait photography business? Join Andrew as he interviews successful photographers and business experts to fast track your success. Welcome to the PhotoBiz Exposed podcast with your host, Andrew Helmich. Hey, it's Andrew Helmich here, photographer, interviewer, and host of the PhotoBizX podcast, where I interview photographers and business experts from around the world to help you build a better, and more successful photography business. Our special guest today is photography business coach Mark Rosetto, and this is a fun one, I can promise you that. In addition to the things I mentioned in the intro, we cover a bunch of other things that I know will be super helpful no matter the genre of photography you focus on. So stick around for that, it's coming up in just a minute. If you missed last week's episode with Grazi Korea of Rocker in Love Photography, you need to get back and have a listen to that one. Grazi has an incredible story. She and her family moved from Brazil after building a successful photography business there. They moved to the States, knew it was going to be tough, but thought they would be able to build a successful business there pretty easily. But after three years, they were ready to give it all up, move back to Brazil. It was just too tough. Then, I was going to say they struck it lucky, but they, I guess, cracked the code and started booking weddings right across the country. And since then, they've been traveling the width and breadth of the United States, photographing weddings every year since. It's a fantastic story. There is lots of marketing advice and help in there as well. So make sure you get back and have a listen to that one if you haven't already. I've got another announcement or two after the interview with Mark. Don't forget, just quickly, about the Facebook competitions course with Ali Stewart-Ross coming up this week. If you are listening to the podcast episode as it goes live, there are more details at photobizx.com forward slash fbcomps. The course is only $97. It doubles in price after the live session, so make sure you go and check that out if you want to get yourself booked up with fantastic leads and clients and utilize Facebook competitions and ads in a way that you may not have in the past. Again, more details about that after the interview with Mark. You're listening to Photo Biz Exposed with your host, Andrew Helmich. Oh, and just quickly, if you are hearing this announcement, it does mean you are listening to the free version of the podcast. Now, what that means is you won't hear the full interview today with Mark. I am saving a large portion of the best bits of the second half for premium members only. But the good news is if you'd like to hear the full interview today with Mark, you can do that for as little as $1 with a 30-day trial membership. There are more details about that trial membership over at photobizx.com forward slash try. Sign up there. You can hear the full interview today with Mark. You can access the full back catalogue. I'll invite you to the members' Facebook group so you can check all that out and you can get a good idea of what you're missing out on every single week. photobizx.com forward slash try for more details on that trial membership. All right, let's get into this with Mark. Welcome to another great eye for business. It's time for Andrew's special guest. Today's guest needs almost no introduction. He's one of the most popular photography business coaches in Australia. He runs... 
and looks after nurses, a fantastic and very active Facebook group for professional photographers in business. He's helped thousands of photographers from around the world with his incredible courses. Master Your Marketing is one of the most popular ones that you've probably heard of before. I'm talking about Mark Rosetto from Queensland, Australia, and I am super happy to have him back on the podcast. <laughs> Mark, welcome back, mate. Thanks, Andrew. It's always a pleasure. It's always great being interviewed by the famous Andrew Helmick from PhotoBizX. <laughs> You're questioning and you like, you dig a little bit deeper and dig a little bit deeper. So, um, Looking forward to this. It's always fun. <laughs> well, mate, let's just jump straight back into it. I guess that the first thing is, like, I was on your Facebook group recently. Uh, like, I'm in there all the time seeing what's going on. And, uh, you know, you posted a provocative post about bait and switch marketing methods. And it seemed to take off. There's a lot of people jumping on there, you know, crying about, you know, maybe not crying literally, about how foul that approach is. But then there were other people in there defending it. What were you trying to do with that post? <laughs> I don't know. I think I was having a moment of um, I don't normally poke the bear, but it was a poke the bear kind of day. And I, I guess some photographers don't realize what they're doing as well until it's explained to them. And some people didn't know what a bait and switch is because it's such a old kind of terminology of what photographers did in the early kind of 2000s to run successful kind of businesses so I was poking the bear a little bit but more just to kind of shed a light on what it is and I guess to explain that I've been thinking about over the last few days I'll explain it like this imagine there's a timeline right there's a line like a the left and right hand side let's go extreme bait and switch right would be come in on this $2,000 photographic experience and everybody wins. And for $2,000, you get a photography shoot plus one seven by five inch matted print, where it's like, wait, for $2,000, you get a shoot and one small photo, right? And some people do this. And then some people, like a normal person would just call bullshit straight away and be just like, what, what do you, wait, how much is, how much is it worth? That's the extreme case. Let's go on the far other end, right? And then you have got photographers who then they'll get an inquiry or a booking and they will send them an itemized price list, like a full itemized price list with exactly how much it is because they want to be transparent, open, honest, bear all. They're going to love my services. Now, the problem with bearing all is that your clients don't even understand what the value of your photography and service is in the first place. So to bear all, they don't understand why it's worth 500, 1500, 2000, 3000, because they haven't had that amazing experience. On the flip side, if you hide everything and you don't tell prices, you don't tell, there's no indication of price on the website or starting from or on the phone, the classic line that I hear on the phone is we, well, the price is dependent on you. And when we photograph, everything is is created for you and for your home. So we're not really sure about the price. It depends on what you'd love to have. And we will customize your quote just for you. Like, what a bullshit answer that is. <laughs> it's just like, in other words, it's like, I don't really want to say, what they're trying to say is, I don't really want to tell you my prices because if I tell you my prices, they're probably going to be scared of it. And if you're going to be scared of it, you won't come in. And if you won't come in, then you won't get anything. So I'm going to just lie out my teeth 
to say kind of nothing and then when you come in, then I'll tell you what the prices are and that far end of that bait and switch scenario is just lying, deceitful, condescending for your client, surprising. It's just not nice to put Mm. it simple. So I guess from those two extremes, you need to find that space in the middle of where you're happy. Now, my general happy space, if you were to draw a line in the sand of where you fit in the middle, every website, and you've heard me talk about this heaps, Andrew, is education is the key to understanding what you do. Every website needs to have an experience video so clients know what they're getting themselves into, like what the shoot is, what the designer point is, how the finish artwork is picked, and it's delivered four to six weeks afterwards. Then you definitely need a products page on the website. Now, bare minimum on the products page is just give them an indication of price. You don't need to bear all. Canvases start from, albums start from. Like but bare minimum, just start from something because at least that will give the client enough knowledge before they even contact you to go to pre-qualify themselves whether you're too expensive or not. Because what you also don't want to do, Andrew, is take 50 phone calls of how much is, how much is, how much is and spend hours and hours and hours of time talking to clients to hopefully win them over to then book in. If you've got 10 clients and you book in two, right? That's a lot of time on the phone and email and back and forth. Maybe I'm just being really kind of lazy. I'd rather get four or five inquiries and be booking in two because they've already watched my studio tour. They know what the experience is all about. So all those questions of how it works is already answered. And two, they already know a little bit about the product and service and the price that we're offering. They just want to know a more information and get a bit kind of deeper. And I much prefer to have an inquiry come through with, hi, I've seen your um, studio tour and your website. I love your work. Just wanted to know what your availability is rather than, hi, love your work, love your photographs. Just wanted to find out what your price and products are. Mm -hmm. So there is, I would say, a line that you can go extreme left and extreme kind of right, you need to find where you fit in there. So what about the photographer that is running a promotion and it could be for a free session or a book project or a calendar project, whatever they're doing, and on their website they might have prices starting at. That doesn't really give the client an idea of what they might spend. Like should we be telling them that, hey, in general – most clients spend between one and two thousand dollars, for example. Yeah. Like is that the right approach or should we make it more obvious what they might spend on the website? Okay, so there's two things here, right? I'm just bringing up, I'm just jumping onto a website, which I'm going to read out for you of what I had on my website for years and years and years. While that's kind of loading up, I prefer to have a range of price range. Because if prices start at let's say three ninety five. Now, if you've got prices start at $3.95 and you know as a photographer that your 30 by 40 inch canvas is $2,000, the client might just go, oh, $3.95, okay, I guess that's a small one. And if I want a big one, it might be $5.95 or it might be $6.95. If you've got, you know, our canvases range from, and when I say, I'm saying kind of loosely canvases, canvases, frame, box canvas, metal print, mm-hmm. wood print, whatever. If your products range from four ninety five to nineteen ninety five, then it gives a more indication of 
the range of the price that it could be. Right. So rather than starting at, have prices range from this to this. Yeah, because now you're going to even pre-qualify them a little bit more. But one of my favorite lines that we had on the website, and I, I recommend this to everybody. Um, I nearly said the name of the company, what it was. Um, how do I not say this in code? Just use impact images. <laughs> we offer the best range of photographic art and finishes available in Australia and around the world. There's a large range of finishes to suit everyone and everyone's budget and style. However, don't worry. We will help you choose your favorites and custom design the perfect family heirloom finished products for you. I'm kind of paraphrasing a little bit. Sure. This is the key line. Our portfolio prints start at 250 Our wall art starts at 495 Our collections range from 1995 to $3,000, let us just say, which can be purchased for as little as $12 a week on one of our payment plans. Just to give you an indication, families tend to invest between $1,000 to $4,000 of beautiful design artwork for their walls. Love it. And then on the website below that, you've got what the product is, what the description, and a price range. Right, okay. Consider it like almost like pre-qualifying. Like, like no one's going to come to you and go, I want to spend five two thousand dollars on family portraits. Ever. They generally start at around probably 500 to 1500 I reckon, as a guess. I agree. And then it's your job to bedazzle them with everything that you do. But this is the bait and switch part that doesn't happen. If it's on their website, if it's on the website, they can't complain or be upset they didn't know because it's in public view. Actually, oh, I just remind myself. Sorry, just having a moment. I did a a Facebook Live on Photographers of Vultures, (laughs) which is exactly what happened to me in the studio, right? Think about this. You're in a design appointment. You've got the wife and the husband. The wife is right beside me. The husband's right there. We're choosing artwork. Yes, I want this, 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 and this. This is a perfect example of two things going wrong completely. We get to the end and I go, fantastic. So that collection, this collection, and then that album ends up being 4500 The mum's like, okay, dad went ballistic. Dad <laughs> went crazy. What? What do you mean? You're kidding me. Like, like you're like, he went from zero to a hundred pretty quick. And then I just took a breath <laughs> and stayed calm. Got your boxing gloves on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, this, this is actually the perfect story of the bait and switch scenario. Dad knew diddly squat, knew nothing. No information was passed to dad in the whole client experience. But the mum knew everything. And, oh, my gosh, did I throw her under the bus big time. So I had to just breathe and be like, right, so this is the whole, I'm still on the conversation of bait and switch and where it stands in this line here. The mum saw the website. Did you see the price and products on the website? And I said to this in front of dad right there, yes, I did. And when we spoke on the phone, we spoke about price. Now, didn't we? Yes, we did. And did I not mention on the phone to make sure you speak to your partner about this to make sure you're on the same page? Yes, you did. And when you booked in, you got the booking letter and I actually keep the booking letter beside me 
you got this booking letter and as you saw, there's a price on it, isn't there? Yep. And there's a price guide. I've got these little price guides I put in there as well. That's not the full itemized price list, but it's a really good indication of a price guide. So you received all of this before the shoot. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the dad's like, I didn't see any. Then we had the photo shoot. Do you know how we do like a proper takedown? So a takedown is a walkthrough of the products after the photo shoot where you give them, you can see Andrew, but not everyone else, like the product guide with the price list. And you go through, this is this and this is that. Now, when we did this at the shoot, Dad, remember you had to step out and take that really important kind of phone call and you said continue without me and I insisted to wait. And you're like, no, 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 I've got to take this. I don't know how long. And I said, sure. As long as mum can explain this to you, that's fine. And you were like, yeah, 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 they're cool. That's fine. Did you go through this when you got home? No, I didn't. <laughs> right. And I was like, okay, so there's six ways that I've given you price and products. Please, sir, mister, tell me. And I was only like 27 at this time selling artwork for thousands of dollars. How can I help you? What else could I have done to better educate you about what we do? And he's like, nah, you did everything that you needed to. I guess we really just missed it. I missed the whole conversation. I'm really sorry. Okay. And I was like, and they ended up spending, I don't know, a thousand or two instead. So this is the part of that bait and switch scenario. If you get someone who you want to hide your prices because you're not sure that you don't have the confidence the backing of your service and your products, your experience to justify your price, and then you're going to put it onto them at the time when they're choosing the artwork, when they're most kind of vulnerable, and it's almost like you're holding them at kind of ransom, that's the bait and switch part. I got that. I totally get that, and I agree with you there. So if you were coaching your younger self and, you know, you phoned yourself after that, uh, that interaction with the couple, what would you tell yourself to do differently back then? Absolutely nothing. I backed myself the whole way. Yeah, but hang on. Wouldn't you try, would you contact the dad and talk to him to make sure he knows the prices or is that going too far? Yeah, well, how much do you want to be beating your head against the wall to contact the dad? Like, I don't, I think that once you have a conversation with the wife, the partner, and you're like, please, 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 yeah, it's in your hand. Please make sure that you take this and have a chat with him. The other thing you used to do is like a fire-up call before the design appointment where it's like, hey, looking forward to seeing you on this day. I've gone through your photos. They're amazing. Did you get the chance to go through the price and products? I'm sure I do a fire-up call every time. I'm sure she would have gone, I haven't, but I will. Right. And I'm like, great. Yeah. So it's really the onus is on the mum in that case to go and talk it over with our partner. Hence the term, I threw her under the bus. Yes. She, I wouldn't have wanted to be in the car on that conversation on the way home from the studio. No. But you happily threw her under the bus rather than getting yourself stuck under there. In that, <laughs> my young 27-year-old self, absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, this is not my responsibility, people. Like I've done everything, not just one thing, but five times, six times I've given you emails, booklets, brochures on the website, public, like there is nothing else that I could do to not put myself in that situation ever again. And to be honest, he was the only person ever in my entire career that was that extreme. Everyone else 
they know it. Which I can understand too, his position. If his partner, his wife was hiding the cost to him, I mean, it had to come out at some point, especially if he was going to be there at the purchasing appointment. It would have been better for her to come alone and make the purchase. Absolutely. Absolutely. But then, okay, well, I did have a mum once say to me, you know, you realise I would have brought more if he didn't come along. And I said, do you know what? Maybe, but I don't want to have that phone call because I don't know your relationship to say, hey, my wife came in, spent all this money. Why? What for? You make your, you know, whatever it is, you're too expensive or whatever. It's like I'd rather earn kind of less and be open and transparent Mm -hmm. than earn more and have the repercussions of it afterwards. For sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Let me take you back, Mark. So let's say that you, you do have your website set up the way it is. It is all fantastic. You've got a price range. You've got examples of products. You're doing everything that you talked about, but you get a phone call because you're running a promo and the potential client, the lead says, you know, I'm interested in booking. What does it cost? You know, what do I get from the prize? And they haven't been to your website. Yeah. So the first question is, Have you been to the website? Right. The answer is no, I haven't. And the answer is no. So you haven't seen my studio tour? No. So really you've got no idea what you're calling up about? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Let me just take some time to explain. (laughs) To be honest, as funny as that sounds, I did that so many times. It was ridiculous. I would go, let me talk you through and explain it. Then we go into that six-stage phone call of the how much is question. Mm Mm-hmm. See, most people on the phone from here, photographers that I haven't worked with, would go, um, absolutely, hey, look, our shoot fee is $200. That covers the photography shoot and the design appointment. And then from there, go back to the website, you would say something like, well, our print start at $150, our wall art starts at $400, and our digital collection start as 1000 So it just really depends on what you like. And then that client would go, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Have a great day. See you, bye. <laughs> Lost completely. <laughs> because they don't actually even know what you've quoted for. So it's funny because you love riding bikes. I love riding bikes. And just before we jumped on, a friend of mine has sent me a photo of some beautiful kind of like uh, racing wheels, right? This is a really good example. I am going somewhere. <laughs> then we can talk about we can talk cycling. That's fine. <laughs> all right. So he sent me a photo. So he knows all about bikes and racing wheels. So he sent me a photo with a front wheel and a disc wheel on the back and said fifteen hundred. It's an awesome price. I'm that photography client that goes, oh, thank you so much. Um, no, thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Because I'm not educated enough on what those wheels are, what the specs are, how much it was, how good the quality is. I don't know anything about it. So as a photographer, if you run an offer or a special or something or get an inquiry and they go, how much is it? And you just go, blah, blah, blah. It's this, this, and this. They're going to go, hear the price and not understand. So what I suggest, and I've got a whole course on this, so we, I won't dive into it too much, but we go through a six-stage phone call script, which is really broken down six stages. It's really easy. First one, I would go, hey, Andrew, thanks so much for your call. If you haven't seen the website or my things, what I'm going to do, I'll send you a text message or I'll email it to you straight away. So after the call, kind of jump on. It'll explain it a bit more. First thing I send you is my studio tour. You watch the studio tour, you understand everything. I would say, and I'm going to paraphrase all of this really fast, 
For $200, we do a photography shoot. Now, that's an initial kind of package to get you started, hence the words get you started. It covers your photography shoot. This is stage two, education. The photography shoot goes for an hour or so. We meet at your favorite locations. We do this, we do that. We take photos of this and we see different groups and then we get changed or we include hair and makeup. You're just educating about the experience. The third step would be, and then we have a range of products that you can choose from, but it depends on what you're after. So my question to you, Andrew, is what do you prefer? So to give you an idea, for 995, I'm a 9.5 kind of guy for 995 you can either choose one hero print one beautifully framed 20 by 30 inch artwork of your choice or for 995 you can get say three 11 by 14 inch frames that tell a story one with a family one with mum and the kids and dad and the kids or the kids individually or for 995 you can get say 10 5 by 7 inch prints in a little box so it's more of a keepsake and I would turn to you and say, Andrew, what would you choose? And you would say? The hero print. I want the hero print. Hero print. Okay. As the photographer, what have I just learned about you? Well, I'm willing to spend 995 and I'm talking about some artwork and I'm going to hang in my home already. <laughs> yep. And you are looking for one kick-ass shot. So as a photographer, what's my job? Find out what the kick-ass shot is. Are you looking at me? Are you looking at the camera? Are you looking at each other? Is it an environmental portrait? Is it a close-up? Is it a wide shot? Is it a colour? Is it black and white? Where is it going to go in your home? Like what style are we going to suit the space? Like you'll ask those things. If you had a said story, the three prints, then as a photographer, I'm like, okay, he loves stories. He loves the interaction between him and his kids and his wife and his kids and kids and the family. And I'm going to photograph stories. This is going to lead beautifully onto our shooting for success conversation. So I want to make sure when I photograph the family, I want to photograph stories in different locations. So we're going to do some fun stuff and then we'll do some serious stuff and then we'll do some other artistic stuff. So when it comes to the design room, I'm going to give you three options and I'm like, Andrew, pick one. Which one do you like? If you said more prints, eight by tens, I mean seven by fives and more prints, there's a few things. A, you're either a tight ass because you want more bang for your buck, which is fine. Yeah. But B, I'm going to shoot so much variety because for you, it's about value. You want lots of images. You don't care about the hero print. You might after I photographed it, but I want to make sure I set myself up for the win and photograph lots of different things. So if you had a sense, um, the hero print, that was step number three. Then you'd go into the booking process. Let's say you hit a roadblock. Boom, I'm not spending 995. That's just way too much. Step number four, price range. That's absolutely fine, Andrew. Look, we customize everything. Like some clients come and see us and they'll spend $500 and get one or two things. Some clients see us and spend $5,000 and redecorate the house and then have to buy furniture and paint the walls to suit the artwork. <laughs> but to give you an idea, so see how I've just kind of like opened the range as well. Um, our print started... $195. Our wall art starts at $495. Our collection started at $995. There's really something in there for everyone. It really depends on what you love to have. Step five, but do you know what? This is that transparency. Step five, but do you know what? Because you haven't seen the website yet, not only will I send you the studio tour, I'm going to send you to the products and prices page on the website that's got photos of all the products and yeah. it's got an indication of all the prices. 
so that you know what I'm talking about. Because at the moment, you haven't seen anything, so you don't actually know what I'm going on about. God, I love it. This is awesome. Step number six. Yeah. One more. Last one. Do you know what? Because you want to be photographed in the Sydney beaches, I'm going to send you a blog to a family I photographed out that way. It's right beside your house. I think you're going to love it. And it'll give you an idea of what photography I can do for you and your family as well. How does that sound? Awesome. Awesome. Really good. So, but, but I am curious, Mark. So I love everything you've just gone through. That, that is incredible. When is there a red flag enough to say, this isn't my client or isn't there? You make sure the client makes that decision before you do. Oh, there's always ways that you can get out of things. <laughs> oh, no, but when would you actually say or think to yourself, okay, Andrew isn't the client for me. He really doesn't want to spend more than $400. I don't want to go to the trouble of doing a whole family shoot and, um, you know, the pre-shoot consultation, the sales session, you know, and all this follow-up for $400. Yeah, look, the amount of times clients have come in saying, I'll only spend 400 and spend 2000 is ridiculous. So I would still treat everybody exactly the same. Everyone's a $10,000 client because I don't know who you know. I don't know that you just, you might say you only want to spend $200, but you don't understand the value of it right now. And you just need to see what we can do. But also too, like if the only big red flag is when people like, so I can come in for my free print. If, if there's like a, so I'm just going to come in for the free print. Can I just come in for the one shot? Then we go into a different phase of conversation. <laughs> You'll love this one. And you're like, Andrew goes, yes, you can come in for your free shot. Absolutely. That is no worries at all. But I do want to just let you be aware because you haven't seen the Shio tour and you don't know what the experience is. We do a pre-shoot consultation where you have to come and see me. Now, you said you live wherever it is, so that's about half an hour away. So you need to drive to come and see me. So we sit down for about an hour with yourself and your partner to plan out that one shot. Because if we're going to do one shot, we want to make sure it's absolutely perfect. (laughs) Then we got to do the photo shoot. That takes about an hour. Then you got to come back to the studio for the design appointment. That takes about an hour. And then you've got to come and pick up your artwork when it's completed. So all in all, you're probably going to spend about five to six hours of traveling and getting that one image. Now, if you think that's worth your time for six hours to do that, I'm absolutely more than happy to photograph you. But if you think your partner and yourself would enjoy the experience and spend all that time for one photo, you might want to look at going to a local photographer that's closer to you that will more likely get you in, take the photo and you're done. So it's up to you. Well, what do you reckon, Andrew? Is it worth a drive around in circles for six hours for the one image or are you happy just to go to someone more local? No, I appreciate that. I'll find someone closer to home, but thanks anyway. <laughs> awesome. What it used to be, do you know the fun part? So years ago, because I'm so such an old photographer, remember Pitsy Portraits in Australia? Yes. Yeah, I used to photograph their studios. Oh, wow. <laughs> so for those, how do we describe it for those people that don't know what Pitsy Portraits are? It's a shopping centre or a shopping mall type studio set up, cookie cutter, come in, uh, everything's set up the same, get your cheesy photos and go. So that's where I used to recommend everyone. Do you know what the best thing, if you're looking for just a quick photo to get in, get out, be done in half an hour, look up a Pitsy Portrait studio. They're in your local shopping centres. It'll cost you maybe 50 bucks, 100 bucks. You'll get your photo, you'll choose it on the day, and you can pick it up the week later. 
and that used to be my estate goat. But we all know what happened to them, didn't we? <laughs> they went bust. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is so good. Okay, let me give you another scenario. And this is a conversation that I've had with a very successful photographer just recently. And when I say recently, just yesterday, she has no trouble getting the leads at the moment. She's all over that. Lead generation, not an issue. She's been in business for quite a while, very successful. She has no problem making great sales. The sales are through the roof once she gets the clients to sit down. The biggest trouble she's having is making that conversion or getting that conversion or maybe selling the idea of the shoot to the lead. So the leads come in, but not many of them are actually going ahead and booking the shoot. So they have the conversation you've just talked about, maybe in her own way, but she's not booking enough shoots. Okay. What do you say to her? There's a a lot of people in this space at the moment. Again, it depends on the marketing strategy and how she gets them in. So I'll throw a few ideas of, because I don't know who you're talking about. If you've got an ad, like a lead ad, let's say, a lead ad or a wanted ad or a giveaway or a model call, something that is just a no-brainer, like a no-brainer offer where you're like, this is awesome, let's do this, click. And all they do is put their name and phone number in and then she calls them. Let's go back to the start of that phone call conversation. What do you know about us? Have you seen our website? Have you seen the show tour? Like, and they're like, oh, yeah, I just clicked on a photo thing and it linked and it came up. So that's, again, extreme case. So I guess it's like if you're going to have people inquiring, similar to what I said before, I'd rather have five inquiries and book in three or, you know, two or three than have 50 inquiries and book in five. So it's like, okay. What can we do to educate the clients about what we are and what the experience is? Studio tour, a welcome tour, a PDF, a welcome video, um, some sort of bridge between that click and that phone call to educate your clients to so they actually understand what it is that you're doing and what it is that you're offering. Because there's a few photographers and it's harder with high volume. So if you're talking about a photographer who photographs two to four shoots a week, Mm -hmm. they probably don't have this issue because it's not a high volume. They don't need to do click-through ads and that complicated marketing. This is generally the bigger studios of higher volume. And when I say higher volume, I'm talking 30 to 50 shoots a month kind of thing as like say 10 shoots a week, let's just say. Because you need to feed the beast. Yes. And the quickest way to feed the beast is Facebook ads and leads and click leads and click funnels and all that kind of stuff, which is all has its place. Like it's all good stuff. But what information they know and then what they do with that is the difference of getting the conversion. So you've got to look at yourself and be like, right, what is the most common objection? How do I implement a strategy to overcome the objection before it's an objection? So I can tell you that probably 95% of the answer would be a really good welcome video or a studio tour that educates the client on who you are, what you do, how it works, what the procedures are, what the system is, bring the emotion out, why you're doing it, what the passion is, how it works. Because a lot of the time, like we had with our fun phone call just then, people will call especially from those marketing strategies, and they don't actually know anything. 
they know nothing. They literally know nothing. They just saw pretty photos, received something, clicked here. Right. So what if the photographer has limited time? They seriously do have limited time. And I know it's easy for us to say, hey, everyone's got enough time to talk on the phone, but they're getting lots of leads. So they really can't have those long or they don't want to have those long conversations to convert every lead. Could they say, produce this video and say, listen, you don't know anything about me and my service and what I offer. I want you to go and watch the video and I'm going to call you back in 30 minutes or 10 minutes. Yeah. So before you even have that phone call, when they click through whatever system and CRMs that they have, there is always, always an option to redirect them to a uh, URL or to at least send them an email of some description. In that email is what you're saying. That's what you would have as the, hey, thank you so much for filling out this. Just wanted to let you know a little bit more about us. If you watch this video that goes for three minutes, you will know everything there is to know about us. See, if we go back to that six-stage phone call script that I told you about just earlier, I wouldn't want to – I don't need to have that conversation. No, that's right. You're like, I've seen the video. It looks amazing. When can we book in? Yes, Okay, I love it. I think as a consumer, I would need some kind of keyword or something to hook a hook to get me into actually watch that video. So can I say something like, to learn all about me and what we do and what we can do for you, plus see our pricing? Like, would you say, you know, see our pricing, see what you might spend? Like, do you want to have something like, that's going to get me in to watch it. Premium members of PhotoBiz Exposed hear more of the best photography business strategies from every guest. Mark, this has been amazing, mate. I've got one more question to ask you, but before I ask you that one, and uh, (laughs) I'll be interested to hear your take, where's the best place for the listener to learn more from you if they haven't discovered or they don't know about you? Where can they go? The Facebook group, um, the Professional Photography Business Network, is where the Facebook group where we hang out. Um, is there or just go to the website, which is markrosetto.com. Feel free to jump on a free 30-minute coaching with me. I always love to have a chat, as you could probably hear and know by now. Uh, <laughs> I've got an opinion about everything <laughs> in the nicest loving way. But I, w- I would say, though, like there's no right or wrong with anything I'm saying. Like it's just where does it sit well with you? So if you're a photographer listening to this, like like some people love to show all their prices, some people don't. Some people love just to get people in and once I get them, I've got them. Like, like everything sits in a different space. So I'm never, ever a one-way or the highway kind of guy. So if you do want to do a 30-minute free coaching call, jump on the website, happy to have a chat. And sometimes it's just a conversation. Um, I had a conversation with someone the other day and she probably makes about a a hundred to 150,000 a month photographing, but her average sits at about 600, 600 wow. to 700. That's a lot of sessions. It's a lot of sessions over a couple of studios. Right. She's the classic. I wouldn't go too far that extreme bait and switch, but she's in that space. And I challenged her and I'm like, do you know what? If you just use the product guide I was talking about, Educate your clients a little bit more about products and prices and have it on the website or at least have product that you can see because on a website had no product at all. 
if you just increase your sale by $200 per client, how much money would you make extra? Yeah, and you'd be like, would be $200,000 a year. I'm like, exactly. And all you had to do is sell one item. So sometimes it's not about getting more clients. It's about being more efficient and using something like a product guide experience. And then we didn't do any other coaching after that. It's half an hour. It's like, <laughs> here's a golden nugget. Enjoy that. Let me know if I can help. <laughs> <laughs> so good. But I'm going to link to the group and also your, um, your coaching page or website so uh, listeners can chase you up and uh, certainly book you for that call. The last thing I wanted to ask you, and I'm looking for an answer that isn't the, the glossy, I'm a photography business coach, so everything's great. Okay, awesome. but, <laughs> but seriously, where do you think the industry is right now for photographers? Do you think it's easier or harder than ever to make a good living as a photographer? We are screwed. If you are new to photography and you are thinking you can make a buck out of this and it's going to be easy, you are living the life of a lie. <laughs> How's that for non-glossy? Um, no, it is to put it, I love how red you've just gone. I wasn't expecting that. It's cool. Yeah, cool. It's awesome. Um, do you know what? It's freaking hard. It's not easy. Like being a photographer, it's not easy because everyone's got a photographer. I mean, everyone's got a camera. Everyone can build a website. Everyone can build an Instagram page. But you can go from knowing nothing about photography to shooting great images in like six months because there's so much online learning and education. You can be from a shocking photographer to a great technical photographer, scarily, within about six months to a year. So there's a lot of photographers out there and it's hard. There's more photographers out there. There's more photographers in the marketplace the non-glossy part of it is that you're going to have to work your butt off a little bit and you need to be better than last week. Your images need to be better than last week. Your marketing needs to be better than last week. Your processes needs to be better than last week. Like everything needs to be a great service, a great product, a great experience. You are the key element of the success of your photography business in terms of who you are, your personality, what you bring to the table, what you bring to the community, how you connect with people. Because everyone can do a silhouette photo or a bum tushy up photo or a backlighted kind of wedding photo. Like it's really not that hard. But the difference between everyone else and you is you. So you've got to get you out there as much as you possibly can. But on saying that, it's a tough market to be a photographer these days. It's not glossy, you know. We were talking earlier, Andrew. Do you want me to do that timeline we were talking about? Yeah, sure. Yeah, cool. So we were talking very briefly and Andrew's like, just wait, 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 wait. I haven't pressed record yet. <laughs> <laughs> so before the 2000s, before you, as a photographer, you just needed to be a photographer that knew how to take photos and afford the equipment and have a bricks and water studio and you were a photographer and people would come to you and you'd be kind of making money. Early 2000s, digital cameras came out. I got the Canon D10, I think it was, the first digital camera that ever came out with my 128 megabyte uh, memory card that I paid $250 for, photographing people on the Sundays, kind of tourists. And then within two years, everyone had really good cameras as well. But I started my professional portrait photography career in the UK and in the UK in early 2005, 
right, digital exploded. And if you were around for long enough, you were still a great photographer that can get clients in and be making really good money. But 2005 to 2010, Facebook, Instagram exploded. It wasn't about being a good photographer. It was about being a good marketer and being present in your market and clever marketing campaigns. And that's how you became a successful photographer was by marketing because there were more people with cameras and the better marketers were the better were the more booked out studios. And all these people prior to 2010 photographers are like, I want to go back to the old days where it was all film and people would just come to us and, you know, I didn't have to learn Facebook and do these things like baby expos and stuff. Like I had to add in the yellow pages and that's all I needed to do type thing. I did like a letter drop, um, all that type of stuff. But you know, 2010 to 2020 before COVID, there's enough work out there for everybody. And the marketers were doing really well. They were doing the best in their market. COVID hit and it's wiped out a lot of the little people because it just, they lost their businesses because they just didn't have enough. Um, they couldn't work. The biggest studios lost their studios because they couldn't open a business because they were closed and locked down and things. Moving forward now, 2022, the people who are succeeding are the people who are busting their asses a little bit and getting the job done. Great photography, great service, great product, showing lots of value, lots of personality. But you've heard me talk before, they've got those five to 10 marketing streams happening at any one given time. Eggs are not all in the one basket. They're doing lots of little things to create that sustainable business. Because mm-hmm. we've had the questions before. If Facebook and Instagram closed down today, would you still have a business? Mm. That would be scary for a lot of photographers. Yeah, and all those people in, uh, I think, Europe, when Mark Zuckerberg didn't want to sign some privacy thing and they were going to strip Facebook from Europe completely, like, where does it leave your business? So. I don't even know what your question was now, but yeah, where the state of the industry is now, like, like for a photographer. But yeah, you're saying so. You you really you have to be good at everything, and not rely on one lead source. Deliver a great service, have great products, be a good photographer. You got to be doing everything. You got to be all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> like you do. Like even great photographers who are not good in other areas are struggling. Like you do need to. You need to have it all worked out together. You do need to have a well-rounded, holistic studio framework, but you need to do the work. That's probably one of the key things. You just got to do the work. The people that do the work will get the results. People that are kind of waiting for clients to fall on their lap, they're going to wait for a very long time. So the state of the industry, look, there's a lot of photographers doing it extremely well, but there's a lot of photographers struggling. And there's many reasons for that, but one of it is it's just the good photographers who are doing well sustainable, they're doing the work, they're doing the marketing streams, they've got a great service, they've got a great product, it's not too high, it's not too low, it's enough work and enough service to see the value for the client. You know, it's like if you went to McDonald's and their prices jumped to 30% because inflation happened. No Mm. one would buy it. No one would buy it. But the stupid thing is we'll go to grilled, or we'll go to another burger joint and their burgers are $20 and we'll buy those ones, just not matters because we see value in that burger for whatever reason. 
So it's like it's an interesting balancing thing. Yeah, man, that's, look, I appreciate your honesty and I, I agree with what you said there. I think the big message is if you are struggling with your business, jump onto Mark's website, book a free 30-minute coaching call and take it from there because he'll find the holes if there are any in your business. Mark, mate, it's been a pleasure again, mate. It always is. And we've gone way over time. Thank you for allowing me to pick your brains again. Uh, looking forward to hearing more from you in the future, mate. And again, good luck on the new wheels. Yeah, thank you, man. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's awesome. Thanks, Mark. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Mark as much as I did. It's always so much fun having him on the show. I love his enthusiasm, his knowledge and his commitment to photographers from around the world in helping them grow a more successful business. He really is fantastic at what he does. If you do have a follow-up question for Mark, you can hit him up in the show notes. There's a comments area at the bottom there. This week, they're at photobizx.com forward slash 487. Now, in those show notes, I've got links to anything and everything that Mark mentioned. I've got examples of his beautiful work. But back to the links, uh, I've got a link and an example of the things that he did talk about in the interview, including his welcome video, the one that he originally had when he owned his photography business in Melbourne, Enhanced Studios. I've also got a a photo of his pricing guide that he talked about. And funnily enough, it's his wife, Mark's wife, Susanna, who actually creates or designs those pricing guides, plus other things that photographers might need for their marketing collateral. You can find a link to Susanna's website and also see examples of the things that she does create for other photographers. Funnily enough, I clicked on the link myself and sure enough, there was a brochure or two from other photographers that have been on the PhotoBizX podcast and that you will probably be familiar with yourself. So go and have a look at those, see the examples that Mark supplied and please, please, please don't just listen to these interviews for entertainment, go ahead and implement some of the things that Mark mentioned because they will make a difference to your photography business. They will help you to be more profitable. Whether that's jumping in recording the welcome video, creating a pricing guide or having one professionally designed by Susanna or a graphic designer that you know, go and take the steps to make your photography business better and more profitable. You're listening to the number one photography business podcast with Andrew Helmich, photobizx.com. Now talking about making your business more profitable, if you are looking for a way to generate more leads, bring more clients into your business, don't forget about the Facebook competitions course. It's coming up this week. It'll be Thursday morning, my time, which is Australian Eastern Daylight Saving Time. It could be your Wednesday depending on where you live in the world. But if you want more details about that course, head over to photobizx.com forward slash fbcomps. That's F-B-C-O-M-P-S. In the training or in the course that will be delivered via Zoom and live by Ali Stewart-Ross, she is a UK-based newborn photographer. She kicked off a brand new brand of baby photography under the name Mabel and Moose two years ago. And... 90% of her bookings are coming from these Facebook competitions that she's running. She runs about three per year. And interestingly, the clients that she generates that she brings in from those competitions are better than the clients that come from gift vouchers or even referrals in some cases because they have to jump through so many hoops once they enter the competition. Now, 
don't be under the illusion that if you do run a competition, that there's only one winner. Because the way that Ali structures her competitions, and you've probably seen or heard of these competitions in the past, but there is a grand prize winner and there's multiple runner-up and third place winners as well. So you can bring a large number of clients into your business through running a single competition, which is exactly what Ali will be teaching. Now in the training, she's going to be covering her ad copy, the way she sets up her ads, does all her targeting. But more importantly, or as importantly, the scripts that she uses to convert those photography leads, those competition entrants into fantastic paying clients. And she's going to be sharing all that on the Zoom call later this week. The cost of the training is only $97, but it does double in price after the live training has been delivered. Now, if you can't make the live training, that's totally fine. You'll have access to the recording shortly afterwards, plus the standalone course page so you can log in and access the training, the scripts, the supporting documents that go along with the training. It's all going to be there in that one spot on the photobizx.com website after the live training. But if you register for the live training before it goes live, you get in at that special price of $97. After that, it's going to be going to $197. So you really want to get registered whether or not you can make the live training. Now, if you are one of the lucky first 50 people to register, you'll also get a free one-on-one call with Ali to go over your competition setup once you've had a chance to work through the training and get your course or your uh, competition set up. Now, I can tell you at the time of recording, which is Monday lunchtime, there are seven spots left for that free one-on-one course. So get in quickly if you do want to qualify for that. Now, of course, if you can't qualify for one of the first 50 spots to get that one-on-one call, you can still post your questions to Ali or you can send them to me and I'll put them to Ali and we'll make sure there's a Q&A section of the course material that I'll add to as you and other photographers work through the training. And if there's enough questions, I'll record a follow-up interview with Ali that'll sit on the course page as well, answering your specific questions. For more details and to register, find your local time for the live session, head over to photobizx.com forward slash fbcomps. That's F-B-C-O-M-P-S. Alrighty, that is going to wrap up this episode of the podcast. Big thanks again to Mark Rosetto for coming on and sharing everything he did. Please make sure you go and check out the show notes for this week's episode. If you want to check out Mark's YouTube video, see his pricing brochure, or go and visit anything that he mentioned during the interview because it's all there in that one spot. Oh, and I forgot to mention, if you are a premium member, you'll also have easy access to Mark inside the members Facebook group, or you might already be a part of Mark's photography group as well, which I have linked to in the show notes if you are not. Alrighty, that is it for me. Have a fantastic week. I'll see you on Thursday in the live training with Ali if you're going to be there for that one. Otherwise, I will chat to you next week when I bring another interview to you. Alright, stay safe, healthy and well and I will talk to you soon. Bye for now. If you have enjoyed this episode, head to photobizx.com. Join the conversation, leave a comment, and share your thoughts on the interview with Andrew and today's special guest. 